Hello, it's Gabby here for you. Before we jump onto this week's podcast, I just want to let you know about two ways that you can work with me. First of all, I do one-to-one coaching and I do that via Zoom so we can jump on a Zoom call at a time to suit you. The second thing I've got for you is an online coaching course that's 12 modules that you can download straight away now. There will be a link somewhere around these podcast notes. And this is the course that I've designed and it's got everything in it that I wish I'd have known when I finished cancer treatment and I was lost. So you can download that course now and you can start working towards making this your happiest and healthiest year ever. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what you think. Take care. Bye bye. Hello there, it's Gabby here for you and welcome to this week's podcast from Confidence After Cancer. This week I've got a really interesting guest for you, a wonderful lady that I've met called Susan Stewart and she's written this book, I'm going to put a link to it below this and it's called Intermittent Fasting, No Diets Involved and she's got a really, really inspirational story to share with us about how she went from being very overweight, having a lot of health problems and She tells a little bit of her story. She's also a cancer survivor, but that was many years ago. And luckily she's in full and beautiful health now. But she talks a lot now about intermittent fasting and what it's done for her and how she shares what she's learned with other people. And I was really interested to learn about this. I know there's a lot of studies and I'm going to find some of the links to put below this podcast so you can see for yourself. There's a lot of studies now that are showing that intermittent fasting not only can help people with cancer, but it can prevent cancer and you know Susan and I are going to talk about this we're not doctors we're not scientists we are people with real life experience we want to share that with you I'm hoping you're going to find this inspiration she's a lovely very genuine lady and I found really fascinating as well she doesn't just talk about what to eat and when to eat it she talks about mindset she talks about how you can love yourself she talks about how you can care for yourself and so listen to her story now listen in listen to Susan. I hope you will enjoy it as much as I did. Susan's a very special lady. I'm so glad to have her on my podcast. So, and if you listen to the end of the podcast, she does various programs. She does a lot of free stuff, but if you want to work with Susan, she's got a special offer for our listeners and viewers as well. So listen in and let's meet Susan. Okay. So welcome, Susan. It's so nice to see you on the Confidence After Cancer podcast. Oh, it's so good to be here, Gabby. I'm so delighted to be here today. Me too. So in the introduction, I've told our listeners and our viewers a little bit about your background and about your book, but I'd really like to hear it from you. You know, tell us about your story. How have you got into intermittent fasting? It's not easy to say, is it? It's not easy to say, but actually (laughs) it's really quite easy to do. You know, so many people are absolutely terrified of it all and and have the wrong idea because there's so much conflicting information out there you know three Facebook groups and it's terrifying you know fast 36 hours 72 hours anyway how I got into it was I had been a serial yo-yo dieter from when I was about 37 all that had happened was I'd gone from a size 10 to a size 12 And I thought, oh, I need to get back to size 10. I could hear my mother in my mind going, oh, yes, all the women in our family, Susan, look great until they're 40. And then we all put on weight. Look at me, look at your aunties. And I I thought, right, 
I'll, I'll just go to a swimming club. And I did. And I was very successful, of course. But I went back down to size 10, went back to my life, put some weight on and a little bit more and started that hamster wheel. And mm-hmm. in a space of 20 years, so that I, I was about 56, 57, I was a size 24. I wasn't well, I had arthritis, I had brain fog, I had social anxiety, I had every kind of anxiety you can imagine. My, my health wasn't great at all. I managed to get up, I had a boutique in the local town in Vernay, so I would get up, go to work, come home and lie down on the sofa, that was all I could really do, um, and I couldn't walk properly. But I had been researching intermittent fasting for about three years. And I had friends in America who had been very successful with it. However, they they all had put some kind of diet in with it, like keto, out of Mm -hmm. weight watchers. And I am a bit of a geek. And I just like to get into the science, get to the bottom of things. So intermittent fasting, exactly how does it work? And when I researched it, and it did take me three years, mm-hmm. and I found that actually you're, you, sh- you shouldn't need to put a diet in t- with intermittent fasting because your body will wake up and you will start heating it. So I decided to start on my own little intermittent fasting journey I was determined that no diet I was never going to go on a diet for the rest of my life at that point and of course you know I stumbled there were things I didn't do right you know with the eating window part because I had been you know one of the swimming clubs I went to was Slimming World I can say that and I think everyone goes to it yeah done well yeah yeah we all have and one (laughs) of that they do is food optimization so you can eat as much as you like of you know certain foods so I had this in my head well I've got this eating window so I can eat during my eating window whatever I like as much of it, of it as I like so that didn't quite work but it didn't make me really ill I just realized no I'm so bloated that's not right so mm-hmm. after a few false starts I did start to feel better I did start to slowly but surely lose weight. And within about six months, no sign of arthritis in my body. My doctors were astounded. And within a year, so it took a year, I lost 55 pounds. And I was a size 12. And I felt amazing. You know, it's more the feeling. It's... Mm -hmm. For, for me, it is more the feeling. And anyone that I work with, anyone that I coach, it's not, it's never really, well, I actually, I want to lose so many pounds and that's it. Of course, weight loss yeah. is involved. But generally, most people's why is I want to spend time with my grandchildren and run after them and play yeah. games. I mean, that was my big yeah. thing. And yeah. build my confidence. And I had no, you know, People would say, Susan, you've always been confident, but inside I wasn't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was it. So that was me a year in. But during that time, I had a boutique in Inverness. And I don't mm-hmm. have it anymore because we didn't reopen after lockdown for, for various reasons. Okay. Yeah. But 
with lovely customers, but and women would be coming in and out. And even before I started really losing weight, they could see a difference in me and a difference in my energies and then mm -hmm. the weight loss. And I ended up, you know, having fact sheets for them and printing them out and giving them to them. And then one day I realised there was more people coming into the store for advice on intermittent fasting. <laughs> and I thought, mm. yeah. And I had a business coach at that point um, helping me with the business because things had taken a bit of a downturn. Brexit was happening. People weren't, it was a designer. So, so people weren't spending £500 and not thinking about it. Yeah. And I told her about this and she said, Susan, that is your business. Stop giving it away. And uh, yeah. that is how Life Begins started. Very slowly, wow. very locally. And then lockdown happened. The boutique was closed. I went online and the rest is history. I've, I've now worked with and helped thousands of women through, you know, one-to-one -one coaching. I ran a very successful membership for quite a long time that always had about 100 members in it. I've scaled mm -hmm. back now and I do four weeks to fabulous group program, which is lovely and one-to-one -one work, and I wrote my book, because I want everyone to feel like this. I want everyone yeah. to feel like this, and, and actually, it's quite easy. Yeah, I love that. I love the fact that you put it across in that way, that it's easy, it's simple. Um, you know, I'm like you, I've done all the diets, I've been to all the clubs, I've tried all the pills and potions, and I've lost weight, and then I put it all back on, and yeah. some. And I love the title of your book where you say no diets involved. And I think the simplicity of it is what a lot of us are looking for. We know it shouldn't be this difficult, but a lot of us have been yeah. looking for this for a long time. So I've dabbled a little bit in intermittent fasting. So is it just like you just skip breakfast? Is that what it is? Well, <laughs> you know, I could say, no, that's not how it is. But, you know, that could be part of it. And, you know, however you decide on your eating schedule to fit in with your life, there's a certain amount of hours that you don't eat. In, and this can be anything from, you know, 15 up to 18, really. But we we decide that, you know, there's lots of factors and, and there's things to look out for. And I help you with that. Some women will open their, their eating window, we call it. When they do rise, that that's when they'll open the reaching window and they'll close it earlier in the day. Mainly the women that do that are mainly women that have got little children, have got toddlers, and, yeah. and they're getting used to that sort sort of eating routine. So your your eating schedule is very much your own. I don't say stop your fast at eleven o'clock and and start it again at seven o'clock. It is very very important that intermittent fasting fits into your life, not you fit into intermittent fasting. We've had enough of being told what to do. <laughs> We've had enough of, yeah, listening to outside signals. You know, mm -hmm. they don't work. And actually, mm -hmm. if we can start listening to our bodies, our bodies are speaking to us all the time. You know, and if you fall asleep after eating, there's something you've eaten that doesn't agree with you. If you feel yeah. bloated after eating, there's something there that doesn't agree with you. It doesn't mean to say that you stop eating it completely. Pasta makes me very bloated and will mm. also put me to sleep. However, I love yeah. pasta. 
So yeah. I find a pasta that I can eat. So I, I, I will eat, uh, there's a brand Seeds of Change, spinach pasta doesn't make me sleepy. You know, and very know. often you'll find it's the chemicals or how they dry mm -hmm. things or sugar in the fridge that gives you a reaction. So, you know, you're intelligent, your body is too. So we just start listening to that. So sometimes it's skipping breakfast. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it, it, it's not. It, you are the, the owner of your life and, and your own body. But there are also extra things like the hydration is so important during your fasted time because there's lots of magic things that happen during your fast. Yeah. And if you're not drinking enough water, they won't happen. So oh, That's really interesting. Yeah, and I love what you just said about listening to your body because my husband a few years ago, he had um, a knee injury and he put a lot of weight on, which is not like him. And he had for years had toast for breakfast, sandwiches for lunch and just thought that was normal. That's what everyone does. Yeah. And he also thought it was really normal to have a bloated stomach and a lot of gas. And then he yeah. cut out the bread and he could not believe within a week how different he felt. Yeah. And he, it's almost like we conditioned and he thought he was eating quite yeah. healthily. Yeah. And I remember my gran granny saying to me, or, oh, you know, what was it? Breakfast like a king was the thing. Yeah. You know, you have a big breakfast that sets you up for the day. And yeah. anybody who doesn't have a breakfast or there's something not quite right with her, she doesn't eat breakfast. Yeah. So it's yeah. that those voices in your head and oh, that conditioning. It yeah. is. And, you know, breakfast was invented by John Harvey Kellogg in 1908. <laughs> when he like, launched Kellogg's cornflakes. Before that, we didn't really eat breakfast. You would, you know, very often the wife would be at home, um, mm -hmm. the husband would go out to work, he would have his lunch with him, he would just have a cup of tea in the morning, very often not have milk, so you didn't really have milk men or anything then. Yeah. So, you know, they were fasting then. Mm -hmm. And incredible marketing to introduce yeah. another meal into the day. The only <laughs> other historic um, evidence of breakfast or breaking your fast, I mean, it is breaking your fast, being eaten yeah. in the courts of Greece where they were to have banquets and things. So ah. I don't think that was me or my family back then. <laughs> there you go. It's, uh, but, you know, very often we have to get past that conditioning. It's It's all conditioning. I'm afraid. Yeah, see but that. I'm I can see that. Afraid. Yeah, and I can see that. And I, I, you know, I'm somebody. I'm not a big breakfast eater anyway. And I always thought there was something maybe not. I wasn't doing things right. But that mm. kind of makes sense what you're saying. But what I do like in the morning is a cup of coffee, yes. with sweetener and with milk in. So is that breaking a fast if you were to have that in the morning? You can still have your coffee, mm -hmm. but not with sweetener and not with milk. Now I know that sounds terrifying. That is something <laughs> that put me off. I would say for about a year it stopped me starting because I used to drink coffee with double cream and I mean it would swim on the top globules of it and I think I, thought I, was, I don't know who I thought it was. And I drink <laughs> black coffee so you actually feel quite French to be honest but um, <laughs> sorry I'm quite strange like that <laughs> but there are uh, you know, I can help you with ways of stopping making black coffee taste bitter. But also, I found I didn't even know how to stop to make it making it feel um, bitter. I was just drinking ordinary nest coffee, and within mm -hmm. three days, I started enjoying it. Black, I couldn't uh, believe it. Yeah, it's amazing how you how you can break a habit really yeah. quite 
quickly. As soon as you open your eating window, you can have coffee, you can have sweetener, you can have whatever. But during your fasted time, it's got to be black because it's not about calories. It's not, it's got nothing to do with calories. You know, there are some, well, as far as I'm concerned and in, in the way that I coach people into fasting, mm-hmm. clean fasting, and it's nothing to do with calories. It's to do with your insulin and keeping your insulin levels low. Uh-huh. The moment you put a flavor into something, so flavored teas, black tea is okay, green tea is okay, um, but fruit teas are no use. Lemon in your water, all these things will just spike your insulin and take you out of your fast. It's science. Yeah. Yeah, it makes absolute sense. But, you know, Chris, I, I've studied nutritional healing and I, I try to give people good advice. And for me, for a long time, I didn't really like water. And I thought, oh, it makes it be better if you put a bit of fruit in it. But mm. I get that now. You're thinking, oh, it's got no calories. It's not doing me any harm. But I get it now. The way you're explaining it makes it very clear. Yeah. It's just really the flavour. As soon as you open your eating window, you can put cucumber, lemon, whatever you want. And it's just for that fasted time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, you know, I've got an interest in nutrition. I follow quite a lot of people on YouTube and online um, talking about fasting, but talking about, and this word keeps coming up, and I hope I'm going to say it correctly, autophagy. Is that how you say it? Autophagy. Autophagy. Thank you. It took me two years to say that word. (laughs) I would stutter and stumble over it, especially if I was reading it. Yeah, exactly. I'm just reading it now. But I've seen over the last month, everyone's talking about it and what magic it is and how brilliant it is. So talk us through that. What is it and what's it doing for us? Well, at last, everyone's talking about it. Mm. Autophagy is the most magical deep cleansing of your cells that happens about 15 hours fasted. Approximately, we're all different. About 15 hours fasted. There are other schools of thought, but I have worked with a doctor, Dr. Mindy, who has tested on this. So I know it's 15 hours, around 15 hours for most people. So autophagy is like the recycling and cleansing of all the cells in your body. It is the most magical, natural process. And it will take cells that are dangerous and damaging and flush them out of your body. It will take cells that are maybe not, you know, on the road to being damaged and recycle them and and make them better. And it also nourishes and makes sure that all the other cells in your body are in, in a good shape. And this is from your brain to every part of your body. And the Nobel Prize was won, I can never remember at the moment, either in 2012 or 2014, but by a Japanese scientist on his studies uh, and research on autophagy and fasting. It was mentioned, first of all, in scientific papers in about 1963, So it's been here for a long time. Everyone should know about it. And I'm really glad that we're starting to see it and hear it because it's a way of us keeping ourselves well and to to help us live longer lives. 
that's amazing and I, I, I believe with you I know I believe in a lot of what you're saying because that's why I studied nutritional healing and a lot of that wasn't just about what food you eat it was about if you get out of your own way your body is amazing and your body yeah. can heal itself that was the premise of nutritional healing and wow. so I've learned a lot but I'm still learning and I'm loving learning yeah. the, you know the stuff that you're sharing online is really really interesting to me Oh. The other big thing I took from your book as well, because it wasn't just about weight and it wasn't just about his, you know, what I did. Mm. I loved how you talked about mindsets and about mm. your, your approach to life and, you know, about loving yourself. I talk about that all the time. And some people think you're a bit crazy if you talk about loving yourself. But mm. I love that, you know, the exercises that you've done on that. But I'm really interested. Um, a lot of my viewers will be, you know, people that have been through cancer and a lot of people mm. will suffer, as I have with chemo brain or brain mm -hmm. fog or muddled thinking or whatever you want to call, call it. Yeah. And I'm hearing that intermittent fasting helps with that as well. And that's really interesting to me. That's something I need to know about. Oh, it's fabulous. And that is part, you know, the autophagy is, is creating that. Human growth wow. hormone is something else that kicks in about between eight to 10 hours fasted. And that helps with brain power as well right. and also ketosis so when we go into ketosis it's not only fat burning you know it does burn your fat which is yeah. great but mm -hmm. it's a chemical released to your brain called GABA which then will sort of open it's like a ting you can almost feel it see if you're really looking out for this it's like a ting and then your body start, starts being flooded with dopamine and serotonin. So you handle anxiety a lot better. Your brain is clearer. Honestly, I was so, so worried about my memory and my brain fog. I've, I've got one of my sisters is a psychologist over in Cape Town. And I can remember talking to her about it. And, and she said, Susan, as long as you know that you're forgetting things they're <laughs> yeah. all <laughs> you know really, <laughs> about them. but you know these mm. things and and you know chemo brain is a, is a terrible thing i know that you know i, I work with people that have had cancer people that have cancer that mm. they're going through chemo and yeah. fasting does help so much there's been scientific studies been done just google it there's so many of them and yeah, that. that is one of the side effects i myself had cancer when i was 19 very very young wow. and i had a wow. cancer which luckily they caught before it spread anywhere else i had an ovary and fallopian tube removed i had quite intensive treatment i was told about having not and i had one daughter already at that point we had ah, children right. very young in my day. Well, I said, <laughs> Me too. I did, yeah. I was told I wouldn't have any more children than another two. So there you go. Oh, and there I, you go. <laughs> I've been so well ever since. But as far as all of these things are concerned, you know, the, the autophagy, the human growth hormone, the ketosis, it is doing, you know, it's working in synergy to, to make our, our brains and, and minds open up. I feel better now than I did when I was in my 20s, to be honest. I was wow. exhausted in my 20s with children and everything. I feel great now. I'll be <laughs> 63 in a couple of weeks. And honestly, I've got more energy. I've got more brain power. 
I have, yeah, and I feel so well, and it's all down to intermittent fasting, and I know that. That's fabulous. That's so inspiring to hear from people that are struggling because this is something you can do for yourself. Yes, there's help available, but it's something that you can control. And I think, again, Absolutely. whatever you've been through, the feeling yeah. of not being in control and also almost like that self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, people say, oh, you've had chemo. Oh, you'll never be the same again. Oh, you're middle-aged. Oh, you've been through menopause. You'll never be the same again. You hear this all the time. And you're just yeah. like a living example of that doesn't necessarily have to be true for me. I can choose another way. Absolutely. And very, very seldom during during treatments does anyone talk about diets, you know, what you're eating. Don't I don't mean diet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean what you yeah. know, what you're eating and how you're eating. Although there are there are quite a few oncologists now that are, that are tuning into intermittent yeah. fasting and, and realize the benefits. Um, but it is, you know, it is one thing you can be in control of, and sometimes yeah. that is all you need. And you know, and I definitely work as well with mindset, with mm -hmm. putting yourself first. Uh, uh, you know, women just don't. We we no, we're don't. conditioned not to, and we need to get yeah. used to putting ourselves first. And this is one thing that we can do for ourselves. It teaches us patience. It teaches us we can be in control. It raises mm -hmm. our self-belief. I also do quite a lot of work with cortisol, your stress hormone, how to manage yeah. to keep that down as well. It's all it's all about hormones. It is all mm -hmm. about hormones. The whole lot. Love, love that. Absolutely. You just yeah, you're speaking my language. I love everything that you're talking about now. And I think yeah. so many people need this and they need to know this information. So hopefully we can we can share it. I'm obviously I've just started following you and we with your yeah. Facebook group and watching the stuff that you're putting online. I'm a little bit concerned I'm going to uh, on holiday soon. Okay. And it's usually a time for a lot of overindulgence. Yeah. <laughs> so could you still incorporate intermittent fasting if you were on holiday? How would that work? Well you have got to have a life. Intermittent <laughs> fasting is some is a lifestyle and you're going to be yeah. doing it for the rest of your life. You're not going to give up at six weeks because you've, you know, lost 20 pounds and that's that. It is an absolute way of life. Now, when you go in, on holiday, I don't know about you, but if someone is cooking me breakfast, more often than not, I will eat it. So <laughs> that is absolutely fine. What I will find, though is very often, you know, after maybe three or four days, I'll feel my joints swelling. It's just inflammation. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It won't be fat. You don't, you know, you're not putting on lots of fat. Your body's just going, oh, she's not fasting anymore. What's happening? Mm -hmm. And when I start feeling that, I will do, you know, and I'll do a fast that night through to the next. I'll, I'll make, miss wow. breakfast <laughs> the next day, <laughs> lots of water, and I'll feel okay again. It's the first thing then that you feel like doing when you get on the plane or get on the car to drive home is where's the water? What's the time? I'm getting back to my fasting. Yeah. You won't feel like you've blown it. You won't feel like, oh my God, I've fallen off the wagon. These diets don't work. They're hopeless. You just go, I'm getting back to my fasting because I'm going to feel great. I come back from holiday quite often six pounds heavier. Within three days, they're off. Not because yeah. I'm starving myself, 
just because I've started drinking again, uh, drinking water in enough water again, mm -hmm. and yeah. got into my fasting schedule. Your body, once you start fasting and once it's established, and that just takes a matter of weeks, your body knows you're a faster, and it's going, come on, get back to fasting. <laughs> yeah. Give your body That's a break. good feeling again. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Love that. Thank you so much. That's given me a lot of positivity of thinking. And I have, I've done the same before. I've fallen off a diet. I've stopped the plan. And then the self-loathing comes in. Oh, you're useless. You can't stick to anything. Negative, negative, negative. And it yeah. all goes out the window. Yeah. So, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Well, you're, never, you're never a failure. It's, it's you know, and, and we have to have a life. In the summer, I actually put on a bit of weight because I'm a lot more sociable in the summer. I'm very much, you know, mm -hmm. sunshine barbecues. In the winter, I am, no, don't ask me to go anywhere. I just want to stay <laughs> at home and curry in, as we call it. And that's good. We have to live our lives. Definitely mm -hmm. have to live our lives. Love that, love that approach. And so my last question really for you, I'm going to talk in the introduction and I'm going to put the links below this in the show notes to your book so people can buy your book if they want to. But how else do, can they work with you, Susan? Talk about the different ways that people can work with you. Well, I've trimmed things down now and I have, so I have an eight-week one-to-one programme because some people don't like group programmes. They would rather... Mm -hmm you know, see me one-to-one, -one, it's on Zoom. And also you would have a totally personalised plan that's unique to you. Access to me through Messenger whenever you need it. I actually had a message at 11 o'clock last night and I thought, hmm, did I explain? But, you know, it doesn't <laughs> matter. I replied, there was a week. It's it's uh, grand. So that, so that programme introduces intermittent fasting. We also work with glucose and um, so that isn't in my books this is something ah. I've been working with for about the past year and it's glucose okay. spikes during our eating window and oh my goodness managing to control them with ease the the synergy of intermittent fasting and glucose transformation is fabulous and it's easy and it's not depriving yourself so there's all that involved and mm -hmm. we also do a liver cleanse, don't be scared, it's non-invasive. It's a <laughs> full package from start to finish in the eight weeks that will give you every tool that you'll need for your intermittent fasting lifestyle forever. So that, you know, I generally have a couple of spaces available because people are leaving week by week and yeah, yeah. completing. And I also have a four-week group programme. We've just started, mm -hmm. and I run that every couple of months. The next one will start in November for a month. And, yeah, it, it's good. You're in it, Gabby. Can I say that you I am. Yeah. Uh, of course you can. Yeah, it's day one for me. <laughs> so far, so good. But I'm yeah. learning so much from you. Like I said, I've, 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 been, I've done every diet. I've studied nutrition. And I've still got lots to learn. And, and the glucose spikes, that's a new one for me as well. And I really want to learn more about yeah. that. So, yeah. So easy and so simple. Mm -hmm. And one yeah. thing I don't do is complicate things. I introduce slowly but surely, week by yeah. week, we add on. Because I think you could, you know, if you're in any free Facebook groups, it's terrifying mm -hmm. what's what, yeah. you know, there's lots of knowledge in there that's good knowledge, but but. 
I think it terrifies people because it complicates things. It is actually really quite simple, you know, and and yeah. the things that you absolutely have to do, and we do them, and mm -hmm. it's and the group program runs really well. This time, I think we've got about twenty people in it, two men as well, which is great. Yeah, surprised to see um, the men, but yeah, that's all good. Yeah, I've only ever worked with men one to one. They've never so it's great that we've got two this time. The last time I ran it, there was 47, but it's really good and there's camaraderie in there. So yeah. group programme in November or one-to-one -one can start any time, really. And um, you can just message me, find me on Facebook. I think you've got a link. I just use yeah. my personal. Yeah, yeah, I just use my personal profile. Nowadays, mainly because I'm not going to give Facebook lots of money for advertising. No. <laughs> That's why I can keep my prices down low. I just rely yeah. on coming and, and meeting people through podcasts, etc., or mm -hmm. recommendation of, from people that I work with that very often. A lot of my clients come in that way. Yeah. So that is the main way that you can work with me at the moment. Just find me on Facebook yeah. and send a message. I've always got something to promote on there. So be prepared for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, all good. And I will put the links below the the, the, yeah. the episode when it goes out. And that's really good, Susan. Thank you so much. It's been such an interesting talk for me. So much, like I say, there's so many layers to this. It's not just about what you eat. It's yeah. when you eat. It's getting yeah. to know your body. It's getting to know you to trust yourself. And I think yeah. some of us have forgotten that as well. Exactly. Listen, you know, yeah. I don't give you meal plans I will push up a few recipes just to give you an idea because yeah, some people, yeah. because people are used to receiving meal plans. When you say, "Well, actually, you know, th this is the the food group to eat," and you know, people will look at you. So I I will put up recipes. I've also got my mm -hmm. own recipe pack that I published myself a couple of years ago, and I, I send that out to people as well. I will have other things coming on, and I am. <laughs> opening a clinic in Inverness but that's not oh, wow. till January I'll be doing one day yeah. a week um you're a busy lady you've got a lot going on oxygen works in Inverness <laughs> which is yes it's good to be busy it is good, good to be busy. busy but it's been yeah. lovely to be here and thank you so much and you know even if if people just have questions just message me I'm I'm not I'm I am very open to answering any questions. That oh, that's has. great, Susan. Thank you so much. So for me, day one of my intermittent fasting journey, and I'll be posting yeah. on social media how I'm getting on, letting well, you know. And Susan, I've got any questions, problems, I'll be uh, tapping you up as well. Thank mm -hmm. you so much for such a great talk. You've been a great speaker, and I'll be recommending your book to everybody because I loved it. Absolutely loved your book. So thank you. Take care, thank my lovely, and we'll speak soon. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks. Well, I hope you enjoyed that podcast as much as I did. Um, I think Susan is a fabulous lady with an amazing story, an amazing gift to give to us all as well. Uh, I love the title of her book, Intermittent Fasting, No Diets Involved. If you're anything like me, I've been a slave to different diets over the years. I've tried them all. And yes, I had limited success, but nothing that worked um, long term keeping the weight off. But it's more than a diet that Susan was talking about. She was talking about how we can 
how it's in our gift for all of us to have ultimate health. And it's quite simple and quite easy to follow. You know, I've just started her protocol. I've started it today and I'm starting off just by upping my water intake and by sticking to a fasting window. So today I'm only eating between 12 and 8. But I can eat pretty much what I like. I mean, she's given me some top tips, but there's no rigid rules to follow. And I like that. So I will keep you posted on how that goes on. You can find her book. I'm going to put a link below. I'm also going to put a link to all her socials. And Susan did say, you know, there's lots of free stuff that she puts on Facebook. She gives lots of information away for free. If you would like to join one of Susan's programs, she's I think her next one's running in November. You can message her and she'll be posting about that so you can see how that works. If you would like Susan's one-to-one help, she will give a discount for listeners to this podcast. Just send her a message, tell her that you've heard her on the Confidence After Cancer website or just put Gabby in the subject line and she will give you a discount. All fabulous stuff. The only thought I wanted to leave you with was obviously the information in this podcast is for entertainment and it's for education as well. You know, it is not to constitute medical advice. We are not doctors. We're not trying to give medical advice. But I would just say to you, I read something once years ago and it said uh, your doctors should be your servants, not your masters. And that's really about taking responsibility for your own health, which is something I try to do. I do challenge things. I'm probably a nightmare for my doctors because I do challenge things. I don't follow them blindly anymore. And that's my choice. That's what makes me feel better. And I'm not saying, you know, one sort of, rule that you can follow is better than another I'm saying make the best choices for you and I think that's what I took away from Susan's talk today was about learning to listen to your body because your body is very very clever you know and sometimes we just need to get out of our own way we need to learn how or relearn how to heal ourselves because our body knows what to do you know and I really don't believe that the way we're living today is the way we're meant to to live I don't believe you know the processed foods that we eat I don't believe that one in two people getting cancer is the way that it should be. Um, There's no guarantees with any of this. What I'm saying is make the best choices for you. And that's not just about what you eat. It's about how you live your life, how you manage your stress, the people you spend your time with, the things that you listen to online. I've talked about this before. I don't listen to the news anymore. I do not need that constant, you know, doom and gloom. So it's all important that we can all choose. You know, we don't have to be victims. We can choose to empower ourselves with knowledge, with education. And so I just want to leave you with that thought. I hope my podcast from Confidence After Cancer will inspire you, will educate you. You don't have to follow everything I say. I'm inviting you to listen, to think about it and pick and choose what works for you. If it doesn't work for you, that's absolutely fine. And as always, if you want to get in touch with me uh, regarding anything, please do love to hear from you i'm always here for you and i just like to say have an absolutely amazing week thank you for listening to my podcast Stay safe and stay sane and we'll speak soon goodbye my darling take care